0: Lifespring number 192, He Restores My Soul. Lifespring is supported by listeners like you, InTouch Productions, and Steve Webb voiceovers. You can get more information at the end of the show. Yes, it's Steve Webb. I'm your host. It's so good to be back with you. I have been so aching to do a show, but schedule has not allowed. (laughs) I'll be telling you more about that in just a little bit. It has been far too long since the last LifeSpring show, even though there is still the daily LifeSpring Family Bible. If you're not aware of that one, check it out at LifeSpringMedia.com. I'm reading through the Bible in an entire year. So yes, I'm still here, and yes, I am well. God is good. He is good all the time, and my faith continues to rest in Him. Thank you so much for your email, telling me that you're praying for my family and I, and for your uh, words of encouragement. I appreciate it. Those of you who continue to support the show with your financial gifts are awesome, and I thank you from the very bottom of my heart. Today, I've got a few words of encouragement and uh, hope for you today right after this song from Justin Hahnemann, Let Go and Let God.
1: Running 90 miles an hour, living life out loud each day. Twists and turns in life make me wonder what to do and say. And praise for His blessings that set me free And on His rock I stand and raise high my hands And let go and the God that lead me And on a bended knee I share my triumphs and my sorrows each day Heavy burdens are lifted sins forgiven and for those He gave at the end of the day, I give thanks and praise for his blessings to set me free. And all his rock I stand and raise high my hands and let go of the God me triumphs and my sorrows each day. Heavy burdens are lifted, sins forgiven, and for those who gave. At the end of the day, I give thanks and praise, for His blessings have set me free. In all His rock, I stand
0: that's pretty good advice, wouldn't you? Just let go and let God. You know, that's something that (laughs) people have been saying for a long time, and sometimes that's easier than others, isn't it? Well, you know, let's talk a little bit about that. We have been living in some trying times, aren't we? Um, Instead of looking at circumstances, though, why don't we take a look at who God is and what it means to be His, okay? Uh, You know, once we realize who God is, it's a little bit easier to let go and let God. So, let's look at who he is and what it means to be his. I mean, after all, if it doesn't make any difference in the here and the now, (laughs) when things are so difficult, how much incentive is there to be a follower of Jesus? I mean, pie in the sky is nice, right? But shouldn't there be some benefits now, now don't get me wrong, I'm I'm not saying that I think there should be more money in my bank account just because I'm a believer. I don't even really have a specific expectation in mind when I say this, but really, what's so great about being a Christian, about being a believer, about being a follow, follower of Jesus? There should be something, right? I mean, something for now? Well, there is. The Bible says that we should be ready to give an answer, doesn't it? Sure it does. Well, listen, I've got a great answer for you. This answer is one that has been working its way up to my consciousness for, well, the last several weeks or even months. And I got to say that I think that one of the reasons that God has taken me through this really (laughs) rough year, I think has been to show me something firsthand. We read about this throughout the Bible, from the Old Testament to the New. But you know, there's just something about personal experience that really drives a message home. You know, when a story goes from the third person to the first person, you own it more, don't you? (laughs) And when you're as hard-headed as I tend to be, sometimes The message needs to be driven home with a sledgehammer. (laughs) So I think maybe that's one of the reasons that I've had a hard year. At least, you know, I'm not saying that necessarily God caused the difficulties this year, but He can certainly take some really difficult things and, and turn them for good. He's demonstrated that time and time again. So what is it that has finally made it to my conscious thoughts? That God wants me to not only believe, but to know that I know that I know because I've lived it. Uh, That it's a real benefit today to be a believer, not just in eternity. What is it that will encourage your heart if you're in the pit today? Or that you'll want to remember tomorrow for the dark time that you may not even see coming? Because, listen, my friend... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we don't get through life without there being some difficult, difficult times. Some times that just, you know, seem to rip our heart out, that seem to, you know, take all the joy from life, that make it hard to get up in the morning, that make it hard to smile, to have any kind of joy, that that make it hard to even, you know, have any kind of music in our life at all. We all go through it. And uh, so, what is it? Let me share with you a short little chapter from the book of Psalms. You know, it's really a pity that some verses are so much a part of our culture that we don't hear them anymore. I mean, we hear them all the time, but we don't hear them. Jesus said many times, if anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. Well, listen to this if you can with new ears. See if you can hear what David is saying here in Psalm chapter 23. Now don't listen for what you think I'm going to say, just listen to what David wrote under the direction of the Holy Spirit. These are good and rich words for us, today especially. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You have anointed my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Did that speak to you like it does to me? This is a podcast, and you know what? You can rewind and listen to that as many times as you wa- as, as many times as you want. And I really want you to experience the richness of God's word there. This is good stuff, especially for those of us who are in the dark valley right now. There is so much there. There is encouragement, and there is hope. And it is not just for tomorrow. As a matter of fact, it's written in the present tense. This is a promise for now. This is not mainly about eternal life and a future of being in God's presence. As great as that might be, no, this is about rewards today. This is about benefits today. This is not about just future. This is today. Now, I'm going to focus on just a portion of this chapter in just a minute, but let me say that I can say that this 23rd Psalm Is true. I have lived this psalm over the past year, actually more than a year. In the midst of mine enemies, in the valley of the shadow of death, God has given me green grass and still waters. He's given me peace. I have experienced his goodness and loving kindness in many different ways, and I know that he is my shepherd, there is no doubt. He loves me, He provides for me, and He alone is my protection, my shepherd. I would not have made it through the year without Him and His provision of love and strength and peace as shown to me in times of worship and in prayer, and through my family, my church friends, and those of you that have taken the time to write me and to call me. But for right now, I want to focus on just four words. And they're the opening words of verse three. Here they are. He restores my soul. He restores my soul. He restores my soul. He restores my soul. soul. He restores my soul. Any way you read it, there's good news in those words. So what I want to focus on right now is the word restores. You know, I love old cars. I've always said that if I ever had more money than I knew what to do with, I would have a collection of them. Maybe that's why I don't have that kind of money. But I love the artistry, the style, the sound, even the smell of old cars with their horsehair upholstery. I especially like old cars that have been lovingly restored. Not customized, restored. Restored to like new condition with everything as original as it is humanly possible to do. You know, restoring a car takes skill, it takes patience, and it takes commitment. Starting a project car, one with body damage and rust and bad paint and a motor that won't run and upholstery that is rotted, um, wires that have shorted out and hoses that leak, that kind of car. Starting on a car like that is, is easy. Uh, finishing it is difficult and it's, it, it's expensive, I know. Um, I've got a 1971 Ranchero sitting out in my driveway that I've started, but I haven't, I'm a long way from finishing it. Well, God restores my soul. He doesn't patch my soul. He doesn't just put a fresh coat of paint on to hide the rust. He doesn't put just uh, a you know, seat covers over the old upholstery. He, as my creator, has the original plans for me. He's got his unique and original blueprint that he used to knit me together in my mother's womb. He knows where I'm broken and he knows how to fix me. He restores (laughs) my soul. He brings new hope, new vision, new vigor to a worn and tired and broken soul. He restores my soul even in the midst of the valley. He restores my soul even though my enemies are all around. He restores my soul, even though my business has failed or I just lost my job and I can't pay the mortgage. He restores my soul. His presence, His touch, His word brings life today, brings hope today, brings joy today. Life is hard and as long as we live in this world with all of its problems that is not going to change. But we have this promise from the very lips of Jesus himself when he said, I am with you always even to the end of the age. He restores my soul. (laughs) Baseball season is over, and I'm depressed. This has been such a great season for those of us that uh, love the Angels and love the Dodgers. But, oh, golly, was it ever just disappointing to see the way the Angels and the Dodgers ended their seasons. Oh, well, that's okay. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Monday. Rick Monday. Do you know who Rick Monday is? Rick Monday was a player on the Dodgers during some of the Dodgers' best years. The years that uh, Garvey, Lopes, Say, and Russell were on the team. And there's something that happened during that time that involved Rick Monday, and it's been called The Greatest Play in Baseball. If you want to take a look at that, go over to Lifespring.tv and, uh, and check it out. Uh, it's right there at the top of the page, at least as, it is, as I'm recording this now. Uh, who knows when you're going to be listening to this and what might have come later. But uh, do a search for Rick Monday, do a search for Dodgers, and you'll see it. But it's, it's fantastic. Let's talk just a little bit about what's been going on in my family. For those of you that care, um, I'm playing Bob. By the way, uh, Rob Koslow's uh, cut called "Family," and it's one that it's one of my favorite songs uh, or musical pieces. And uh, Rob Koslow's a, a great guy. He's been around podcasting for a long time now. Great, great musician. You can check him out at uh, robkoslow.com. But anyway, about my family. Uh, Matt and Marina are in their, I don't know how many months of marriage now, what, two, three months? Let's see. Well, it was August, September, October, uh, so two and a half months of marriage. And uh, Leanne and I and the family are going over to their house tonight for dinner. This is the first time they've invited us over to the house. And so I'm looking forward with a great anticipation to uh, joining the, the two newlyweds and their little puppy dog for dinner tonight. That's what's going on. Stephen, my youngest son, is the newest member of... A group called the Great Commission. Uh, right now, he's officially just a fill-in, but he's the drummer for the Great Commission. Uh, it's not really the kind of music that uh, floats my boat. It's uh, hardcore Christian music, hardcore. I mean, that's the stuff with uh, you know the rah 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 type stuff, and yeah, it's you know whatever. But uh, anyway, he had his uh, debut performance with them just last week at a place in Pomona called the Glass House. And uh, he opened for a band, or they opened uh, for a band called Zeo, which I guess is the pioneering group in that genre of uh, hardcore Christian. So uh, to be, he, he was really thrilled to be able to play with the Great Commission who, I mean, they're you know assigned, they've got a record label in the whole nine yards, so it's, it's pretty exciting for him. But he was excited to be able to play with, uh, or open for Zeo, kind of a, uh, uh, I guess you might say, you know, one of his mentor groups. Anyway, they're going to be going on tour at the end of November and the first part of December, and uh, they're going to tour Southern California, New Mexico, Texas, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Louisiana, Arizona. So you know, Mom is a little bit concerned that our little baby is going to be out and about, you know, in a rock and roll band, but uh, it's going to be great. Uh, they are really—I mean, it, like I said, it's not my kind of music, but their message is right, and they truly are uh, in uh, the good sense of the word, hard, hardcore Christians. If you want to check out the the band they're at myspace.com slash the great commission of course that's all one word no spaces no underscores or anything just myspace.com slash the great commission uh, Stephen right now being a uh, fill-in member is not on the website that I am aware of but uh, you can see the group hear their music uh, if you want to call it music <laughs> check it out uh, my youngest boy Tim is in the choir at school and his grades are good, and so we're happy about that. He's 15 now, and he's kind of going through a period that, uh, you know, he's really feeling, uh, I guess, close to me. And uh, so, I'm I gotta say, I'm really treasuring these times right now with my boys. Um, it won't be long until the boys are out of the house, and that's one of the reasons why. Uh, I'm not producing shows as often as, as I used to. Uh, I'll be talking about that in, in just a few minutes. But um, anyway, uh, Tim and, and I are enjoying this, this particular time in his life. The lovely Lady Leanne is, as always, my totally awesome wife and perfect soulmate. Uh, work is sometimes a challenge for her, but at least she has a job, and we are thankful for that, no doubt. Um, we enjoyed the baseball season together. She's probably a even a bigger fan than I am, having grown up in a, a family with uh, two brothers and a dad that was just a hardcore baseball fan and a sports fan of all kinds. But uh, anyway, like I said, we enjoyed the season right up until the time that the Dodgers and the Angels just kind of folded up the tents and gave the other guys their critical games. But uh, there's no sour grapes here. No, there's not. I've been getting some voiceover work for corporate videos. I've done some more corporate video editing, and uh, I'm almost done producing Brian Duncan's audiobook version of his uh, humor book called Hogwash, which is written primarily for motorcycle riders, but uh, it's funny for anybody, but especially for motorcycle riders. You can check out the book at hogwashhumor.com. And for me, (sighs) geek-wise... I installed uh, Ubuntu Linux uh, on my uh, Mac today in VMware, and I haven't really had time to play with it, but uh, it's on there. I've never had a Linux uh, installation on any of my computers, and so this is going to be kind of fun if I ever get time to play with it. Uh, But uh, so, yeah, the brand new uh, release, I forgot what it's called, but anyway, release of Ubuntu Linux or Linux Ubuntu or whatever you call it. And also, I was hoping to be able to record this show on a new piece of equipment that I had to buy. It's uh, uh, a new uh, uh, interface, uh, USB interface to my uh, from my computer to my microphone. Uh, it's uh, Pro Tools, and it's something that all the professional sound guys use. The professional. You know uh, studios and et cetera, et cetera. Uses Digidesign Pro Tools. Um, I forgot M Audio, um, mbox uh, Pro, or something like. Anyway, I'm not, it's not sitting in front of me because the UPS guy hasn't gotten here yet. But uh, the software that I've been using for my voiceover work, uh, Adobe Sound Booth. I want to say that nice and clear for those of you that may be thinking of purchasing Adobe Sound Booth. My judgment is that you should stay away from Adobe Sound Booth because it crashes all the time. And it's cost me all kinds of time, um, not just in my voice work, but in uh, producing the uh, Brian Duncan audiobook. Uh, so, uh, Adobe Sound Booth is something that, in my estimation, you should stay away from, at least on Mac OS X Snow Leopard. Uh, It turns out that uh, Adobe is not the company that it used to be, in my humble opinion. But uh, this is not a geek show, so that's as far as I'm going to go with that. And so now we go back in time to five years ago. November 13th, 2004, was the debut of the very first episode of LifeSpring. And so this episode of Lifespring, number 192, which I'm recording on October 29th, marks the five-year anniversary of the show. And it was around this time in October that I first really felt the call from God to do this, and you can you can read all about the story at uh, lifespringmedia.com. You can see up in the uh, upper right side a picture of me where in, underneath it says his story, and you can read about how LifeSpring started if you don't know the story. If you have heard, if you've been listening forever to the show for the last five years or so, you've heard me tell the story, and so I'm not going to, you know, spend any real time doing it, you know, going over it again. But I just wanted to uh, acknowledge the fact that it has been five years now. Um, Lifespring Media and uh, Lifespring has been a pioneer in so many ways in podcasting. Uh, With the Harvest Crusade, uh, with um, being in the book by uh, Rob Walsh and Muir Lafferty's um, Tricks of the Podcasting Masters, written up in the New York Times, uh, writing podcasting articles for church tech types, um, let me see, uh, being called a pioneering podcaster by Podcasting News, uh, Podcast Peer Awards, uh, several nominations at the People's Choice Podcast Awards. It's, it's been amazing, and it's been something that can only have been done because of the goodness and the blessings of God and the goodness of you listening. And so I'm just so thankful for who you are for your being there, for your, uh, your encouraging emails over the years. And, uh, you mean a lot to me. You are certainly a part of my family. Now, as I said earlier, I know that I've slowed down on production and it's partly because of what I said earlier, you know, wanting to spend time with the boys, but also it's been partly because of the business, um, partly because of the difficult family situation I had this year. Um, but it's, I want you to know that I'm still committed to doing the show. And I ask for your patience and your indulgence as, you know, the, the schedule is, is a bit spotty. Uh, there, t- The time will come when the uh, stability will t- will return to the schedule, I'm sure. Because when God called me to do this show, he did it with this charge. He said, proclaim my name. And as long as there is breath in these lungs, that is what I intend to do. And I'd love to do it or I would love it if you continued to be a part of the family as we do that together. So uh, looking back nostalgically at five years, uh, but without (laughs) spending too much time on it, is what uh, we just did. So that is the show for today. Thank you so much for joining me today. And as I said, all the uh, episodes in the past. Please, uh, if you enjoy the show, Tell a friend about the show and how they can get it, how they can subscribe to it, how it can be an automatic thing. Don't forget that if you would like to support the show, there's a little bit at the very end that will tell you how to do just that. And I'll appreciate anything that you can do. If you would like to write to me, I would love to get your email. Just send it to steve at lifespringmedia.com. There's also a new telephone number if you'd like to leave me a message. It's not toll-free, but with the new cell plans that so many of us have, it probably won't cost you much, if anything. Write this down or put it in your telephone's memory. 1-951-732-8511. That's 1-951-732-8511. That happens to be my Google voice number, so you never know. (laughs) I might just even answer. Well, until next time, may God smile on you, may he bless you, may he bring peace to your heart, and may he bless you richly. Until next time, I'm Steve Webb. Lifespring and Lifespring Media is brought to you by listeners like you, InTouch Productions, and Steve Webb voiceovers. If you'd like to know how you can support the show as an individual or a family, you can find details at support.lifespringmedia.com. If you have a business or a church, InTouch Productions is the company that I created to produce media of all kinds. At InTouch, we've created WordPress websites for our clients, we've produced corporate videos, audiobooks, and we've consulted on the creation of lots of different podcasts. At Steve Webb Voiceovers, I've been the voice for companies and for churches around the world, on the radio, on the internet, and in the boardroom. If your company or your church is looking for one of the services we provide, drop me a line at steve at stevewebb.net. Thanks a lot.